Hey, welcome back, super awesome listeners. This week, we've got part two of Jen's interview with Samantha Bove. We'll pick it up right when Jen is about to introduce the first of her two songs. Well, now we're going to transition into my songs, and I'm really excited to get your take on my first pick. Um, This is a song that was probably the very first love song that I remember loving. Like not the first one I remember hearing, like you mentioned, my parents often had music on too. We listened to music a lot, especially my dad and I, well, my mom and I too, but yeah, we listened to a lot of music, but this was a song that I remember hearing and I chose to love it. It wasn't one that was just on in the house. Um, And it's kind of like, I I earmark this one as like the first love song that I ever loved. And it's a song called It Might Be You by Stephen Bishop. So this song, of course, is like pure 80s soundtrack magic. Um, I first heard it from a movie that I loved when I was little and still love today, as kooky as it is, a movie called Tootsie with Dustin Hoffman. Um, But this song is just, it will always be one of my top fave love songs. Like I heard it when I was probably eight years old and it stayed with me for 40 years. I just think it speaks so perfectly to romantic love for me. You know, it can, it's, it's on a lot of, there, there are a lot of levels too. Like it reminds you that love can happen when you least expect it and it can surprise you and it can change your perception of what love actually is, you know, like it requires action and acknowledgement. It requires listening to that little voice in your head when you meet someone and enjoying the small moments, taking space. I mean, I feel like it just, it really is the perfect love song to me. Um, Was this a song that you had ever heard? Did you know this song? What did you think about this when you heard it? I did not know it at all. Honestly, I didn't know him at all. So I had to do a little digging. (laughs) And like this type of like 80s song is typically not one that I'm like super drawn to. Yeah. But with so funny, like one of the things that you said with the like, it kind of like happens when it you least expect it, like that kind of energy. It just got me thinking like that. I, I want to know, like, is that really true? Because that's always been the case for me. And I'm like, huh, like, I wanted to ask you now, like, do you feel like that is a theme that you see with like people who are really in love? Like, like that it really does just come when you least expect it? Or is that just like the nature of love? Like, because it's just so big, and it just moves you so, so much that it is bound to be unexpected in itself, even if you were looking for it. Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I, I think for me, it happened when I was not expecting it. Um, and, you know, 25 years later, I'm sitting here with my husband, um, still sometimes in awe of us making it this long and this far. Um, and yeah, I think that it, it almost... Um, as I think about couples that I know that have been together for a long time, yeah, I think a majority of them would say it was kind of unexpected. Like nobody was out there like on the husband hunt um, when it happened or or oftentimes they met someone that they thought like, oh, that person could be a really great friend. Or oftentimes too, I hear stories of like, oh, when I first met that person, they got under my skin in like a really agitating way, you know, and then that transformed into something different. So yeah, I think it's just, I think there are couple of things, you know, you kind of always have to have your your head up and your eyes and your heart open to it. And then at the same time, you also have to be willing to that to listen to that voice inside of you 
you know, that says like, yay or nay. I think sometimes the reverse happens too, where we want something so badly that we stay in a situation that if we were listening to that voice inside our head, it would say like, something's telling me it might not be you, (laughs) you know, but because we're comfortable or we've invested time, um, we sort of turn that voice down. And so I think it's a combination of the two, having your head up and your eyes open and your heart open and also never turning down that voice in your own head that's sort of guiding you to certain people. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, yeah. I resonate with that voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you do. And, and I think at all, you know, at different times in our lives, like we, we've all turned that voice down, right? It's easier sometimes to not listen. And I think when you, when you keep that voice or the, the volume at least loud enough where you can hear it, that's when we sort of do our, I'm air quoting, that's when we do like our best work in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So, and then like, like, aside from all of the amazing things and, and my love for Stephen Bishop, like, yes, if you like, if Yacht Rock is your jam, (laughs) definitely go back and dig into his catalog. He has another beautiful song um, called Separate Lives. That's really pretty. Um, And so for me, again, he's just like the master of the love song because I was so young whenever I first heard his music and it just seemed to say everything that I dreamed about. And I love that I can still listen to it as an adult and still like feel the feels from it. So um, it's one of those magical songs that's been with me for a long time. And then I transition into a song that's been with me for a shorter amount of time, but certainly as impactful, if not more. And so we are going to round out today's playlist with a deeply personal song of mine. Um, This is a song called Light On by Maggie Rogers. So I think I warned you before we started recording, Sam, like this could get uh, this could get real, real, real fast. (laughs) Um, There's so much wrapped up in this song for me. Um, And I I know that I've read or at least I've read that Maggie Rogers wrote this song sort of to her fans um, right after like while she was kind of processing her her pretty sudden fame. Um, But for me, this song came out about a month after I lost my mom, um, which was in 2018. And it was one of those songs that found me and literally saved me. Um, And and I talk about that because that really is like the inspiration, at least in part, in large part for this show is that I think that there are for so many people, those songs that were a turning point for them or a savior for them or a way to help them process during dark times or happy times or a song that has, you know, a memory locked in it. And I really wanted to, to discover those, what those were for other people and how we kind of connect on that level musically and how we process with music universally. And so um, it felt like this was a good time to kind of share this song with the world and and why it resonates with me. Um, And I was really just trying to process that grief of losing a parent. And my mom and I were super close and we also had a super complicated relationship, you know, like lots of moms and daughters. (laughs) Um, And I was struggling with the feeling that she was gone, 
right? And I didn't know where she was. Like I'm a spiritual person, and but I'm not necessarily sure I have a, a firm grasp for me personally on what happens to us when we die. Do we go to heaven? Do we come back? Is our energy here? And that was maybe the hardest part of, of my grieving process is I didn't know where she was. And I couldn't like tangibly put my finger on this woman that was had been such a dynamic part of my life for so many reasons. And I felt like leaving the light on just really became a metaphor for a way for me to connect with her. Um, and I don't know if that sounds like silly and basic, but there were so many days or nights and still where I'll just turn a light on. And that's sort of like my signal to like let her energy in or, or allow myself to, to feel her presence um, or, or to think about her in a really deep way and to feel connected to her. Um, so I know that you mentioned you love this song too. So, so tell me why. Tell me if any of this is like mirroring why you love it or tell me your relationship to this song. Oh my God. Okay. Well, also like not silly or basic at all. It's like, I think what people have been doing for like the longest of times is like using light as a symbol of a way to connect with somebody who, you know, has their loss has brought so much darkness. Right. And just like reminding yourself, like, this is the invitation. It's actually something that I do at the start of like all of my Reiki sessions is light a candle. And one of, um, when my dad passed, one of my girlfriends who had, um, really unfortunately lost her husband to cancer young, like 32. Um, she said that her way of communicating and when she just wanted to also access grief, which as you know, is really like the portal to love when you lose someone and keeping that love really present is to light a candle. So she sent me a candle. And so I love that this is like your perspective on this because when I first heard this song, I, I want to say I was in my RV days and it was like earlier on in my relationship, my then partner and I had just gotten an RV. It was like the first few years of the relationship were amazing. Last couple were difficult. So I was feeling like pretty good. I was like in love with him, like leave the light on, leave the light. Like I remember this being like a very like, I'm like traveling cross country, very light love. Like I adore her. Um, yes. Love her songs, love Alaska um, and yes. her honesty and realness about her experience being in the spotlight. And then I haven't listened to it in quite a long time. I would say like at least a year. And I listened to it a couple days ago when you shared it and I was thinking a different circumstance, which is like the crushes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I feel like one person in particular, I was like, oh, like there's this line where, so like the, pretty much the whole song, she keeps saying like, if you leave the light on, I'll leave the light on. So like, if you leave it on, like I'll leave it on too. Yep. And then she goes, um, uh, I'll leave the light on. Oh, would you leave the light on? And so it's like, there's this sense of like groundedness and like neutrality and not really caring. Cause she's like, you know, if you, if you go, you go and it's okay. But if you leave the light on, I'll leave it on. And then towards the end, she's like, oh, well, I'm going to leave it on. If I leave it on, will you leave it on? And I'm like, oh God, (laughs) I'm like, like, this resonates. So I actually had like a whole different take on it of like those relationships, even like from a friendship standpoint of like, you know, this isn't really progressing right now, but like my light's on. And if you want to turn yours back on, like 
I'm I'm here for it. And I think there's just something so something so sweet and tragic <laughs> about that. Totally, totally. And and also too, like the line, I always think of this, like, um, you know, for me, again, because of when it hit me, it did feel kind of like a, a little bit of a duet, right? Like the first verse felt like it was written for me. You know, I resonated with like the, just like, I, I was terrified for days, you know, like I had to pull it together. Like that first verse really like spoke to the exact place I was in. And then the second verse seemed like my mom kind of speaking to me. And then same thing with like, if you keep reaching out, then I'll keep coming back. That was like me being able to connect with my mom. And then Mm. like, you know, I think I learned as I went through the process, like I'm finding out there's just no other way. And I'm still dancing at the end of the day. You know, like it was like the only way out is through. And to stay sane, I had to find a way to dance at the end of the day. And it's like you said, like it's sort of, it switches to kind of that, like not indifference. That's not that's not the right word, but just to the point where it's like, you know what, I can leave my light on for 10 minutes or I can leave it on for 10 years. Like, I just want you to know, like, I'm here. I see you. I love you. And if you want to come back, then awesome. And if you're gone for good, then that's awesome too. Like, thank you for everything you gave me. And so I think it does, like it does kind of bring a song full circle. And I love that one song can hold all of that. Right. It can hold like the happiest days of a relationship that's no longer for you. It can hold these like feelings of a crush. It can hold how you're resonating with different friendships in any given moment. It can be a savior for me in a really dark time after losing a parent. Like, thank you, Maggie Rogers, for like writing a song and performing it and singing it in such a way that it holds so much for so many people. And we could probably call, you know, five other folks and they would have a completely different reason for loving the song. You know, I just think that's so beautiful. And if you do ever get a chance to see Maggie Rogers live, do not miss it. She's one of the most amazing live performers I've ever seen. I mean, she just, she feels it. Talk about like being in your body and expressing like I've you just feel it like coming off of the stage when she's performing. And I think that's really beautiful too. I think that's why her music speaks to so many because she just is so vulnerable in it and her performances are really vulnerable and um, it's such a beautiful thing to see. Mm. Yeah. I, I will definitely want to see her. And the thing that I'm getting from what you're saying too, about this song is like, there's a sense of peace Mm -hmm. to me that like, And this sense too of like, I think at least the world that I'm in, in like a very much like coaching industry and with Reiki, spirituality and personal development, there's a lot of talk of like boundaries and closure. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said about like, you know, whether I leave my light on for 10 minutes and turn it off forever, or if like, I kind of just keep it on for the next 10 years, that's okay. Like I can, you know, keep my little light on and also be okay and live my life. And it's not wrong to want to keep it on to connect with my dad or to maybe keep the door open for this person if there is a right time or whatever it is. Like that's also okay. I can like hold both. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that it's, it makes you feel like, I think some people are maybe afraid to do that because they think it's like the other person's winning or it's taking Mm. their power away. And I'm like, but there's nothing more powerful than 
being in charge of your own light, right? Mm. Like, and so I feel like that that's, um, that's always really resonated with me about this song. And so my light for people that have earned it is always on and I try and focus on that. And, um, and, and I love again, that, that the song just holds so much meaning and beauty for all different kinds of reasons. I think that that's what makes a great song at the end of the day. <laughs> Agreed. Well, Samantha, thank you so much for sharing what you're listening to this week. I love what you do and how you do it with such authenticity and openness. And I love your podcast. Um, so to learn more about Samantha, you can visit her website at samanthabove.com. That's S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A. B as in boy, O-V-E.com. And you can follow her on Instagram at samantha.bove. And please download her podcast, She's Too Much, on Apple or Spotify. Also, this season, we have a new way to connect with What Are You Listening To? You can call, text, or leave us a Google voice message at 512-900-9169. There, you can share your thoughts, suggestions, and love. You may also be featured on an upcoming episode of the show. As always, please be sure to follow, download, and share this show. And if you love listening, please drop a review on Apple or Spotify for us. And last but not least, to stay informed on all things Super Awesome Mix and what are you listening to, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix. Thanks again for listening, and please join me again next week to find your new favorite song. Bye.